Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Night Shadows. I'm Stuart Best. Where the paranormal is normal. Where that which you thought you knew, you didn't. And where the future can be known, if you know exactly where to look. Well, good evening, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. We've got Larry on his phone down south. Hi, Larry. Hi, Stuart. Um... I want to begin reading a prophecy that was uh, given in 1968. And uh, she was an old lady of 90 and lived in Norway and had a vision from God in 1968. And uh, this is what she says she saw. And she was wide awake. This is uh, not a dream vision. This was a vision, I guess, while she was totally awake and uh, I want to read part of this to you because I think it's very very important it's all coming to pass I saw the time she says just before the coming of Jesus and the outbreak of the third world war I saw the events with my natural eyes I saw the world like a kind of globe and saw Europe land by land I saw Scandinavia I saw Norway I saw certain things that would take place just before the return of Jesus and just before the last calamity happens, a calamity of the likes of which we have never before experienced. And she says it came in four waves. First wave, first before Jesus comes and before the third world war breaks out, there will be a detente like we have never had before. There will be peace between the superpowers in the East and the West, and there will be a long peace. And remember, uh, this guy by the name of Minos, who's a pastor, inserts some comments. He says, remember that this was in 1968 when the Cold War was at its highest. In this period of peace, there will be disarmament in many countries, also in Norway, and we are not prepared when it, the war, comes. The Third World War will begin in a way no one would have anticipated and from an unexpected place. Second, the lukewarmness without parallel will take hold of the Christians, a falling away from the true living Christianity. Christians will not be open for penetrating preaching. They will not, like in earlier times, want to hear of sin and grace, law and the gospel, repentance and restoration. There will come a substitute instead, prosperity and happiness Christianity. The important thing will be to have success, to be something, to have material things, things that God never promised us in this way. Churches and prayer houses will be emptier and emptier. Instead of the preaching we have been used to for generations, like to take up your cross and follow Jesus, entertainment, art, and culture will invade the churches. And there should have been gatherings for repentance and revival, but there were none. This will increase markedly just before the return of Jesus. Number three, there will be moral disintegration that old Norway has never experienced the like of. People will live together like married without being married. I do not believe in the concept of cohabitation that existed in 1968, the uh, preacher man said. Much uncleanness before marriage. Much infidelity in marriage will become the natural or the common, and it will be justified from every angle. It will even enter Christian circles, and we pet it, even sin against nature. Just before Jesus returns, there will be TV programs 
like we have never experienced. TV will be filled with horrible violence that it teaches people to murder and destroy each other, and it will be unsafe in our streets. People will copy what they see. There will not only be the only one stationed on TV, it will be filled with many stations. And, of course, she's talking about channels, TV channels. TV will be just like the radio where we have many stations, and it will all be filled with violence. People will use it for entertainment. We will see terrible scenes of murder and destruction of one another, and this will spread in society. Sex scenes will be shown on screen, the most intimate things that take place in a marriage. There the old woman said it will happen and you will see it. All we have had before will be broken down and the most indecent things will pass before your eyes. Number four, people from poor countries will stream to Europe. They will also come to Scandinavia and Norway. There will be so many of them that people will begin to dislike them and be be hard with them. They will be treated like the Jews before the Second World War. Then the full measure of our sins will have been reached. And uh, he says, uh, tears, as he was interviewing this old lady, he said the tears streamed from the old woman's eyes down her cheeks. I will not see it. She said, but you will, and then suddenly Jesus will come, and then the Third World War will break out, and it will be a short war. All that I have seen of war before is only child's play compared to this one, and it will be ended with a nuclear atomic bomb. The air will be so polluted that one cannot draw one's breath It will cover several continents, America, Japan, Australia, and the wealthy nations. Their water will be ruined. We can no longer till the soil. The result will be only a remnant will remain. The remnant in the wealthy countries will try to flee to the poorer countries, but they will be as hard on us as we were on them. I am so glad that I will not see it. But when the time draws near, you must take courage and tell this. I have received this from God, and nothing of it goes against what the Bible tells us. The one who has sin forgiven and has Jesus as his Savior and the Lord will be safe. So, what do you think, Larry? That's pretty much all taken place. That's a, a pretty sobering word, and at the same time, it's hard to say that we're not there now. Yeah, yeah, I think we're we're on a cusp of the world war. It doesn't matter if it takes place this year or next, or even the next year after that. I mean, we're heading in that direction. There's no question about it. Where do you want to start with uh, news? What did you want to bring up? Well, I got a couple of things here that's kind of interesting. I'll give them here, and then you can give me what you think about it. Uh, Damon Roberts, I watch uh, a lot of times live from Studio 6B. That's on America's Voice News, and it's uh, three or four guys there that, you know, talk about the news of the day. But one of them, uh, the host, Damon Roberts, November the 14th, he made this comment. He said, The Democrats always win, and we see now the GOP is just fake opposition. Mike Johnson, new speaker, same old, nothing, (laughs) CR, 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 and let's keep Mayorkas open border open. America's playbook is pretty much done. There is no future. And that was from Damon Roberts. And then uh, also on uh, America's Voice, which you can tell I watch that quite often. I hate it because you can't. But anyway, uh, the <laughs> War Room, uh, every morning, they, they really have interesting stuff. And, and I want you to listen to this one. Uh, this is November the 17th today. Uh, 
the UK, the, the Economist magazine just put out, uh, they're kind of like Time, I guess, and just put out uh, information that uh, basically Donald Trump is the greatest threat to the world in 2024. And so anyway, you know, after that came out, uh, Steve Bannon made this comment, and this ties in Trump and also Mike Johnson. It says the left is warning that Donald Trump is the greatest threat to the world in 2024, and because Mike Johnson, new Speaker of the House, made the comment, and I quote here, that depraved America deserves God's wrath. And now Mike Johnson is called evil, and and Bannon said, and this is a, this is what he, his comment at the last of it was though, and I want people to listen to what he says here. Don't kid yourself. We are going into a civil war in America, even if Trump wins in 2024. They can't let us live. What do you think? Absolutely. Um... No, we're we're headed into trouble and the hatred for the Jews and the hatred for um this is all prophesied in the Bible anyway. And uh, you know, a lot of people don't think that Israel is uh legitimate. Well, it is and it isn't. And uh you ha- people have to remember that this Israel is not Messiah led. It is money-led, and uh, uh, Messiah-led Israel is still in the future. But the money-led Israel of the rich men of the earth is uh, about to go under the time of Jacob's trouble in, in Daniel's 70th week. And all of this trouble that is being stirred up, all this chaos, you got to remember the Masonic uh motto order out of chaos well you got to have the chaos before you can bring in your final world order and uh, what they're going to do here in america is simply destroy it which (laughs) they're already doing it and uh you know when when uh, johnson there said well we're going to go under god's wrath we are under god's wrath and judgment and have been i would say probably for the last at least 30 years if not more and uh, it's just been a slow judgment but it's getting more and more serious as we go into this thing look at what just happened to florida i mean these kind of things are very unusual and they're going to continue to be unusual and uh, the uh, earth changes are going to accelerate. The political changes are going to accelerate. The division of the people is going to be marked higher and higher. I guess one could say the divide among the people to the point where there is no settlement for any of this. And that leads to, like Larry just said, revolution and a division of the country. And when that begins to happen, which is already in the rhetoric of the governors, when that begins to happen, um, don't forget that the enemies of America, which are surrounding us now, know full well that they will pounce at our weakest point. And if we have revolution, which is, of course, what they want, they want the uh, American people to get into a actual revolution. Uh, street fighting and all that. they got to have an excuse. The U.N. has to have an excuse to come into this country as the police people. And it's built right into their charter, Article 7. And uh, they, they gave themselves the right. And I've got an article here that I want to get into a little bit of the World Health Organization where they've given themselves the right to do all this, and also they're immune from any prosecution. And we'll get into that. But this is how the communists have always operated. And uh, we, we're watching a communist. It's kind of a combination of Marxism, communism, Fabian socialism. It's all rolled together, unfortunately taking the worst of each 
of these political systems because the final solution as far as the enrichment of the earth is the elimination of all who disagree with their policies. And they fully intend to kill off all the people that oppose them. And they will do it. And the American people are still just twiddling their thumbs, although they are beginning to wake up. And what's the problem I see, Larry, is the more the people wake up, the faster the rich men of the earth are going to have to slam down the uh, controls uh, to prevent them from being overthrown. What do you think on that? Well, I think... uh we're actually almost in December the 1st, basically. And yes. 2024 starts in about a month and two weeks or less. We're, we're right there at 2024. I think 2024 is going to be a humdinger. And the reason I say that is, is not only are we going to continue to see the judgments against America, but at the same time, the clock is ticking and really the communists, if you want to call them that, you know, the, the elite, the communists in, in this nation especially, and I'm just talking about America now, uh, they've got to hurry. They're out of time. That, their time is gone, and they're going to probably have to overextend themselves in every portion to get this locked down like they want it locked down. Now, there is a solution to some degree, uh, if you don't want to, and as a matter of fact, I, you know, well, I'll go ahead and bring it up now. If, you know, I know you watched Z being brought into California by Gavin Newsom, who had went to China and then brought Z in like a hero of the world, and Z was brought in with all kind of red flags, Chinese flags flying everywhere, and, and uh, you know, he entered that that chamber room you know at a at a standing ovation at like a hero's entrance and and so basically what, what kind of has leaked out since that happened is the fact that uh, biden's in lots of trouble and of course biden don't remember from one day to the next who he's talking to but uh it seems like even biden now has dropped the hint that something's going to happen that z apparently has already given the nod to bring gavin newsom in to rule America somehow. We don't know how that might be, maybe through martial law. We don't know how they're going to plan this. However, yeah. you know, all of these things they've got planned, and, and as I said, they've got to be in a great hurry, which means, number one, they're going to overextend themselves. Number two, they're going to make mistakes, and, and you can just go down the list of things that are not going to work out right for them. But during that time frame, and it may be the whole 2024 year, it may be some kind of deal. And we've got to get prepared for that because the only way that you won't be under the U.N. at that point in time, if Biden gives it to the U.N., the only way you won't be under martial law of a Biden administration, which basically is probably worse than China, actually, in depravity especially and the only way this is not going to work is if the state you live in leaves the union that's just a fact that that completely unhinges everything they want to do to that state now that does that mean that state's going to float up to the top of the water and just float along well of course not they're going to try to stop it they're going to try to attack it they're going to try to hurt it they're probably going to cut off all the citizens in that state's Medicare, uh, Social Security, uh, any kind of income, military pay, you name it. They're going to do it. Cut off the supplies of food, cut off their supplies of, of waters that they can, if they can do that. So the states that break away, and I do believe Anton Johansson's exactly right. I believe the Lord told him America's going to have a civil war, a second one, and mm-hmm. uh States are going to break away from this union. That's the only way that those states can survive for a period of time. A few months, a year or two, I don't know. I have no idea. But I think we've we've just about reached the point where some of this is going to begin to happen. And as a matter of fact, I wanted to bring this up real quick. Uh, Texas now has repelled some of the invasion against it. 
and uh, they're beginning to really fight. And you know, I'll tell you what. You know, you, you when you I was thinking yesterday, and you and I had talked anyway. But I was thinking yesterday. You know, if uh, if possibly Louisiana and Texas and Oklahoma and Arkansas and possibly Missouri, you know, I don't know, but that's a whole lot of land with a whole lot of resources. If they all yes. come together and left this union, which I don't believe, the, I think the union's already dead, but that's just my point. What do you think? Oh, I think you're right. I think, and it's not only Johansson and his prophecies that the Lord showed him about the breakup of the uh, union. Um, even some Russian scientists wrote articles about that several years ago, uh, that they felt that the American uh, situation was so bad that we would break up into at least four, if not five, different regions. And um, something has to trigger this. And I don't know if it's the United Nations or if it's something Biden does or Obama actually running the scene behind it, that he does. Uh, we'll just have to wait and see what the what the trigger event is. But the rhetoric coming from some of the governors and their actions already tend to tell me that they are ready to break away from the union because Biden is actually committing high treason. When you take an oath to defend the Constitution and defend the United States, and then he turns right around and opens up the borders. Uh, and it doesn't matter if the Lord is behind it or not to the American people; it's still treason against uh, the uh, the nation, because you are supposed to defend your nation from invasion, and this invasion has been going on for years now. Actually, for many, many years, the border has been basically wide open. A long, long time ago, I got a call from a a woman who who was along the border, and she was running kind of a, I don't know what you'd call them, halfway house or something of that nature where they were helping immigrants coming across. And she said she was shown maps by these people as to where they were going to go and how they were going to integrate into their particular area where they went. And when the call was given, there were going to be uh, an uprising. So I fully expect that's going to happen. I think when the call is given, uh, the Bible talks about mischief arising in our cities. And the cities begin to burn. And uh, that's kind of like Black Lives Matter and Antifa when they were doing that. And when I was a pilot for General Electric many, many years ago, and those riots were happening, it was really something to see from the air, the smoke burning in in these cities. And uh, it's going to be much, much worse this time. And uh, the people really do need to prepare themselves. And if they won't, they're just going to be a victim. And I don't know what you tell your children when your house is invaded and you don't defend yourselves. Um, I don't know, Larry. There's something gone wrong with the American people, by and large. There's a lot of us out there that are not. Uh, you know, very we are very cognizant of what's going on. They are preppers, and they're ready, but the vast majority of the people are not. And if you try to tell them, they just roll their eyes at you and and tell you you're just one of those tinfoil hat conspiracy nut cases. And they just refuse to see what Biden is doing to this country. And, uh, well, the other presidents as well with very few exceptions. We have been uh, running into this new world order for a number of years, and uh, all of it is uh, very slowly integrated into the system. And I've always thought for years that basically the American people, even though they would deny it, are basically communists already. 
and uh, they just don't realize what that means. And uh, they've lost most of their freedoms already. They just don't realize it. But uh, they soon will because the clampdown is coming. You All you got to do, folks, is go to the U.N. and read what they have planned. And they're doing it. They're implementing all this stuff right in, under the noses of everyone. And it's very, very draconian. And once they have seized power, they're never going to give it back. And we're looking at the fourth beast of Daniel. And that fourth beast tramples down the entire world and conquers it. And uh, the only organization so far that matches all of the parameters is the United Nations. And it's offshoots like the World Health Organization and all of its non-governmental organizations like the World Economic Forum, et cetera, et cetera, Bill Gates and uh, Klaus Schwab and those guys. They're very, very powerful people, and they're implementing all of this. And uh, Klaus Schwab said, you can't stop us, so we don't care what you think because you cannot stop us. And he's telling you the truth. This is why this digital money system is coming in. This is why you're going to have mandatory passports, a.k.a. Mark of the Beast. It's going to be mandated, and it's going to be forced. And like Bill Gates said, you're going to do it or else. So here we are. Well, how do you fight that back? Larry just told you, the breakup of the union. And as to how long the states can remain independent is anybody's guess. Because like Larry just told you, they will cut off all federal help and assistance. Now, where the military comes into this thing is going to be a question. Uh, will the Army, the Air Force, the Marines, will they go with their particular uh, breakaway section? Or will they stick with the, uh, the federal operations? Many will probably try to break away, but they've already run analysis on some of this, and they said probably they'll lose at least one-third, but they think maybe two-thirds of the people in the military will go along with whatever the feds decide. So it all remains to be seen what, how this is going to work, but it's going to be so chaotic and dangerous that uh, – I don't think we've seen anything like it. Like that lady said, it's going to be something we have never, ever seen before when this thing starts to develop. Uh, the only good thing I got out of that vision was she said, and uh, this was kind of backed up by David Wilkinson in his vision. He said that we get out of here just before the Third World War begins. I mean, it's like a split second. The bombs are falling on American cities when Jesus removes his people. The ones left behind are going to be facing hell on earth. Anyway, uh, what else you got, Larry? Well, it would be absolutely hell on earth. There's no doubt about it. Uh, this is interesting, and I'd like your comment on it. Uh, this is uh, Hal Turner, Covert Intelligence, uh, and this is covert by the way, and he, he labeled the, uh, I think you, got, you, you saw some of this, but uh, something he was sharing called Operation Catastrophe, 15 U.S. cities attacked, and it, the attacks to be blamed on Hamas. And uh, basically it's talking about, uh, and of course this isn't verified, and of course how are you going to verify it? But anyway, it's a plan, supposedly, for 15 U.S. cities to be attacked and false flags by reportedly Hamas <laughs> and uh, to trigger controlled economic collapse and, and uh, complete lengthy Internet outage and war. And uh, he does have a list of some of those cities, and, and he also includes some smaller cities that may catch it. Uh, says uh, basically his comments... Uh, says, one, we are a ticking time bomb in America, 
two, mm-hmm. our assets are in, the assets are in place all over the U.S. to do this now. Number yep. three, and they will be activated soon. And number four, the CIA is involved deeply. What do you think? Absolutely. It's all an inside job. That's what the Bible keeps uh, informing people. But, again, you know, people don't even believe who America is in Bible prophecy. It's Babylon the Great, folks. Just look it up. Uh, <clears throat> go to Jeremiah fifty fifty one. Then go over to Revelation chapter 18. You get the big, broad picture of what's going to happen, and it already has happened for the most part, in the United States. We are Babylon the Great. I know people just absolutely hate that. It doesn't matter whether you hate it or not. The truth is the truth. And uh, we're already watching the prophecies within Jeremiah, Isaiah, and the Revelation taking place right here in the United States. Nowhere else. Just here. Babylon the Great. And... uh, we're we're headed for judgment unlike anything I think the world has ever seen before. And yeah, uh, I was gonna yeah, go ahead, Larry. I was just gonna mention it's kind of interesting that you've been screaming about Babylon for you know being the U.S. for years, and I know that there's people that literally hate you for that. And <laughs> on the other hand, though, Dimitri Dudeman, you know, and everybody should know who he is. He said the very same thing, but it didn't seem like anybody hated him. But I know they hated you for saying it. Hey, I want to bring something else up. Uh, I was uh, doing a little research. I, I, I saw, you know, we've, we've talked or mentioned about this before, talking about the eclipse that's coming. And yes. uh, I, I was there was an ad in our local paper here today actually came out talking about uh, we're going to be in the center of, I guess, this X or this eclipse where I live, and basically, uh, and it's over the U.S., by the way, and it's really a rare deal, and they were saying that, you know, anywhere from 50 to 100,000 people are supposedly making appointments now to be in this area to film and photograph and watch that thing, and which shocked me because the only reason I'd see it is if I was just here, which I am. (laughs) But this is what's interesting, Stuart. You know, that X sign, that eclipse, and you've mentioned that before, that's coming, and uh, it's over, and it X's out the U.S. as far as I can tell. And yep. here, oddly enough, Oklahoma seems to be, uh, and, and I don't think this is by circumstance, Oklahoma seems to be un- right under this X, but however... Without going into any details, I had a experience, and I've, I, you know, shared a little bit with you uh, mm-hmm. recently, where I do believe that, you know, I've received some confirmation about Oklahoma xing out, if you will, of the union. You know, sp- mm-hmm. it, it, yes. it's, uh, you know, it's not nothing in the natural, but spiritual stuff. But what do you think? Uh, isn't it odd that that they would even have a big ad in the paper about this? Well, yeah, and this, um, people forgot that seven years ago, as when this thing will take place April 8th, 2024, and seven years before we had that total solar eclipse that came across America from west to east. This one is coming up from south to north, but it forms a direct X over the United States, and that means termination. And so... I believe that uh, none of this is by accident. It is all by heavenly design, and people just don't pay any attention anymore to signs in the heavens. But the signs in the heavens have been going on now for a long, long time, as well as other earthly signs in Israel and what's going on in Israel. Um, All of this is all in the scriptures, and the Lord is pulling out all the stops trying to warn people that he's about to uh, X out the United States. Now, it's also very, very interesting is uh, China and the chairman is with an X, XI. Now, people call him Chi or Z, uh, but it's an X. And, and uh, then we had... Uh, 
uh, Elon Musk, you remember, who bought Twitter and changed it to an X. Well, the, <laughs> you have an X with this uh, upcoming solar eclipse coming over America, seven years apart from the first one to the second one. Well, folks, Daniel's 70th week is seven years. These are all warnings of what's coming. And we're at the cusp of all of this. And, hey, um, yes, go ahead, Larry. I just wanted to mention, I'd, I'd mentioned this to you, but I didn't get a chance to send it to you. But uh, I don't think this is by chance either. A really incredible author named Mark Goodwin, you can find a lot of his work. He does end-time work. And a lot of his, uh, over the years, uh, a lot of his books, and the reason I like reading Mark is the, because he's a biblical scholar, and he also puts at the beginning of every single chapter in any of his books a biblical verse uh, that will tie in with what's going on in the book itself. And mm-hmm. he's had books called Days of Elijah books and and, uh, you know, this, that, and the other, a lot of, a lot of incredible books, but get this, you, you just mentioned the X and, and the eclipse and April the 8th. Well, guess what? About April the 8th, I found out his matter of fact, I was in contact with him over, you know, I was talking to him about something, but anyway, uh, he, he's got a brand new book series coming out and I'm thinking, what's the odds? Guess what the title of it is? The Days of Lot. And it's going to be released in April? In April, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well, it's kind of like all these little signs that go by, and people, if you point it out, they just laugh at you, and they think you're nuts. It was like Susan Boyle um, singing that swan song uh, for humanity long, long time ago on British Got Talent. Uh, it was obvious she came out of nowhere and was instantaneously known around the world. Only God can do that, and that's how he operates. Then we had Terry Schiavo and that monstrous activity that went down, and that was another warning from the Lord uh, because that went all the way up to the President Bush and the Supreme Court the law of the land, and uh, the people of America voted to terminate Terry Schiavo. And uh, a lot of people probably don't even remember that, but uh, I had a dream vision about that uh, at during the time. And uh, the Lord pointed out to me that Terry Schiavo actually represented the United States. And uh, we terminated Terry Schiavo by the law, and God is going to terminate the United States of America under his law. And it was a warning, and a very serious warning. And everybody laughed. Everybody thought that was a big joke. Well, it wasn't. It was real. People just don't want to face what God is going to do to the United States of America, but it doesn't matter whether you want to face it or not. It's going to be done to you. And this is the problem with the people of America is they're in undenial. They're in denial. They're also in unbelief. They just cannot, as the Bible said, um, face sound doctrine. They refuse it, just like the Bible said they would in the last days. You will not be able to stand sound doctrine. You will deny it. And uh, we just saw a pastor who was out on the street. Somebody came along and shot him. He's in the hospital under critical condition. I think he's still alive. But this is only the beginning of this kind of thing that's going on right now. And it's not only here, but what's going on in Israel is horrible. Uh The nations around Israel are aligning themselves against Israel, and uh, it's going to continue to keep going until World War III actually develops out of it. Anyway, um, Turner, serious development, Israel-Gaza. Now, you have to understand that Turner does not care for Israel, and uh, he's claiming 
that they have no, uh, have found nothing in that hospital. He says, uh, um, but then we have all the video of uh, the IDF filming and independent film crews that have gone in and seen uh, the weapons of war. Uh, do you know where that stands now, Larry? No, but I know that Chippa Hospital over there that they just took, uh, that thing, that place was an arsenal. I mean, man, yeah. they, they had all kind of stuff uh, in the walls and, and under uh, the floors. And, I mean, they just had, you know, every kind of warfare weapon just, waiting you know to use they knew the hospital would be the last place to ever be hit and i'm not aware of that them you know i haven't heard the comments on supposedly being tunnels or headquarters under there but but the hospital itself appears to have literally been a arsenal and by the way uh there they found from my understanding and some of the, the images i've seen they found that some of the Israeli hostages and American hostages had been kept in that hospital, and they found one of the hostages dead just outside it. And so, yes. uh, I mean, this is a kind of, we're dealing with evil. That's what people don't get. And, and you know, I, I'm a kind of guy that, you know, I've worked law enforcement for many years, and usually when somebody comes on your property and, and attacks you and you defend yourself, to, for me, all those years, it's it's the fault of the one that came on your property to do damage to you. They're the one at fault. However, it doesn't work that way today because uh, for Israel, after they have over a thousand people slaughtered, and I don't even know really how many yet that uh, hostages were taken, and they were slaughtering them and burning them and putting them on fire, cutting their heads off. These are babies, some of them. And that doesn't seem to bother anybody. But, oh, my God, for Israel, and listen, for, to be fair, Israel declared war on Hamas after that attack. Yes, so they don't did. Say yep. Israel, don't say Israel is trying to do some kind of police work or operation. They declared war, and they are at war, and Biden's doing everything he can to throw water on it, but so far it hasn't worked. Yeah, I don't think it will work either, because Netanyahu has said repeatedly, we're not going to have any ceasefires. And they knew this was going to be a, a, a deal, and it may be uh, such a deal that uh, the whole world turns against Israel. And the propaganda machines on both sides are working very well, and it seems right now that the uh, anti-Israel propaganda machine is gaining ground uh, particularly here in the United States, and all the protest marches, and uh, I don't know. It's just it, it's too bad all this has to happen. But here's something: Turkey, the president, Turkey's president, Ed Erdogan, to Israel, your end is nigh, and your nuclear bombs don't matter. Uh, that's kind of an interesting way for a leader to be talking. Hey, Israel, you have a nuclear bomb, and you have threatened with this. We know this. Your end is nigh anyway. Whether you have nuclear weapons or not, you're on your way out. Uh, that's kind of interesting rhetoric coming from a, a, basically a, a large nation president. What do you think about that? Well, it's it's kind of interesting, actually. And, and if you put all this together, though, you know, Erdogan, he wants to attack Israel. He wants to have a caliphate, and yes, that's part of his yeah. plan. Uh, and and that and he is really a very evil, evil individual. And he actually wants to attack America if he could get the chance. However, I, I want to mention this because you mentioned. Uh, the uh, nukes that Israel has. Now, they've yeah. always had this plan, and the reason this plan might come into play is because Israel said, we will never be erased again. If we are going to become extinct, and I'm paraphrasing, if we're going to become extinct or be erased as a nation, we're going to go out with the Samson option. 
Now, I know a lot of people don't read the Bible and don't care what the Bible says and don't believe it if they do read it. But the Samson option basically was uh, Samson didn't mind dying. He just wanted to take everybody else with him, and he did a pretty good yes. job of that. And if you think about nuclear weapons, it might not stop Israel from being diminished and becoming extinct, but at the same time, there's going to be a whole lot of extinction around Israel after that. Oh, absolutely. People need to read Zechariah. Any nation that goes up against Israel, no matter how evil people think Israel is, and I'm not saying they haven't done some really bad stuff. We all have. But uh, that is the apple of the Lord's eye, and he is not going to allow Israel to become extinct. And he says any nation that really goes against Israel is is uh, going to face God's wrath and uh, big time. And they are more likely to become extinct than Israel is. Uh, people don't realize who Israel really is, why it's there, and what it's there for. And uh, it's an education in and of itself. <laughs> you know... You know, one of the things, Stuart, yeah, I'd like your opinion on this. One of the things, and it crossed my mind a while ago while we were sharing back and forth, and you talked about, you know, uh, what the Creator can do. There's one thing that's kind of interesting, and I know you've had a, a love experience with the Lord, and so I'm going to say it this way. God's love is absolutely indescribable. I, I'm insufficient to even begin to describe it, okay? That's right. Now, with that being said, with that being said, and you can comment on that and on the other that I say too, but I wanted to also say that the anger of the Lord is also very undescribable, and I fail at my attempt to describe his anger, which most of the planet doesn't even believe exists. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Both sides of it are indescribable. Uh, we have no idea of, of uh, the anger of the Lord for the rejection of his son and all the signs that he's given, all the proof texts he's given, and how the world basically has, it, has just poo-pooed the whole thing. Said, no, nah, we're not interested. And, uh, you know, either the Bible is telling you basically the truth or it's the biggest pack of lies that's ever been written down. And the Bible is written in such a way that you have to accept it or you have to reject it. And what's happened is people pick and choose what they want to believe out of it, and the Bible forbids you to do that. You can't do it. But people don't realize that because they don't really read or study it out. They don't do word studies. They don't go back in there and really take a look at what's being said. And when Jesus Christ said um, that uh, he had come to save the world, uh, that's either true or it's utterly false. And you can't have it either way. It, it, you know, you've got to either accept that as being a truth or you just reject it as, as a lie. Well, my point has always been what if Jesus was exactly who he said he was, and what if the message he brought is the absolute truth? Well, we know what the results are. Millions and millions and millions of people go into eternal ruin because they rejected it. Even though the evidence, if you really look around, is absolute and supports everything. Even what science has found out is supported by the Bible. And uh, it's, it's, it goes all the way into quantum physics. But people don't read that kind of stuff anymore. I wrote a couple of books called Frequency about it. I mean, there, there is no excuse for humanity at all. The Bible even says only a fool says there is no God. And it says it twice. Verily, verily, all you have to do, folks, is look around. And you have evidence of a creator. And uh, the intelligence behind that creation is so unbelievable and so far above us. Like the Bible says, 
God, God tells us, he says, my ways are not your ways, and my thoughts are not your thoughts. We like to think of God with our own mind. You can't do that. That's why there's a, such a difference between the flesh and the spirit. When Jesus said, these things I say unto thee, they are spirit. The flesh profits nothing. He's talking about a spiritual dimension. And this is where modern Christianity goes totally over awry. This is why millions upon millions of Christians go into eternal uh, ruin. Is they just don't lay hold of the spirit. They claim they do, but the Bible clearly says they don't. Otherwise, you wouldn't have multitudes and going into ruin with a very terse little comment from the Lord. Get away from me. I never experientially came to know who you are. Um, that's a lesson in all in, of, of itself. Anyway, I don't want to get on a rant on that one. Breaking news. It has begun. Reports, Nile River begins turning blood red. And they're even starting to quote the Bible now. People are starting to make reference to the book of Revelation 16.1 about red. Everything turns red. What do you think, Larry? Well, uh, maybe my mind's in the wrong place. Maybe my mind isn't as spiritual right now, this second as it ought to be. But <laughs> when you said everything turned red, I was thinking of all them Chinese flags in San Francisco. <laughs> and, and I was thinking about the, that red dragon that we're facing, you know, that really wants to take over the entire planet. And a UN, a United Nations, that wants China to lead. That's right. Um, I've often wondered, when you go into Revelation chapter 12, and it talks about um, the star sign, and then the next sign that appears is a great red dragon. Now, we know that there are, there are a lot of times two different interpretations, both of, of which are correct. So uh, we all always have thought, well, that's a destroyer, which you can also find in the Bible. But it also may refer to that great red dragon on earth, China, which honors dragons. And uh, here we have Z. You know, everybody's bowing down to Z, uh, worshiping him, basically. And the UN and China, as I've often said, are the same unit, as is the World Economic Forum and the World Health Organization. It's all red. And uh, they may be presenting it as a green movement, and, uh, but it's uh, green on the outside, but it's very, very red on the inside. And uh, we have been taken over, folks, by communism. And uh, once they get into power, they don't give up very easily. So this may be part of that breakup that Larry and I were talking about earlier. And... Uh, it's not only in prophecy, as I've mentioned before, but even scientists who have examined what's going on over here from overseas have said that they think that the American uh, dream, so-called, and the Great Union will break up into at least four, if not five, different sections. And when that happens, that weakens us to the point where uh, I believe the U.N. will come in, and that will be the end of all of it. So anyway. What else you got, Larry, you want to talk about? Well, I was going to mention you started that uh, article a while ago. I, and I know <laughs> Hal Turner's been on an anti-Israel uh, rant for about a week <laughs> yeah. now. But anyway, with that same, you didn't read down very far. It says, if true, that Egypt is, is sending uh, a military towards the uh, Gaza because they've even begun moving, apparently, uh, the people of South Gaza, which actually they send a lot of the North people of Gaza to the South. Now they're sending the South Gaza uh, even further and have begun operations in Southern Gaza. So Egypt now is moving, a, a, I guess, an army, and they say they're go Egypt says that it's going to go in to Gaza, and you've got the Israelis fighting in Gaza with their military and bombing. 
And Egypt says they're going into Gaza and they're going to set up inside Gaza a no-fly zone. Now, now, no-fly zones are no good unless you enforce them. So does that mean, this is me talking, does that mean that they're going to begin to shoot down Israeli warplanes? That's an act of war. And I can't believe that El Sisi, who's the uh, leader, he was an ex-general, but he was a leader in uh, after they killed Mubarak. Uh, you know, if you'll remember, this all started with Obama, Barack Hussein Obama, yes. sen- yep. sending the Muslim Brotherhood into Egypt, and they killed Mubarak, arrested him, and then killed him. And then al-Sisi, who was a general under Mubarak, he suddenly rose up, and they actually attacked the Muslim Brotherhood inside Egypt, and, and I think executed a whole lot of them, and sent a, prisoned a lot of them, and sent the rest out of the country. So basically, Stuart, what we're seeing Israel do right now with Hamas and the Palestinians is the same thing that Egypt did with the Muslim Brotherhood. There's no difference, you know. But, well, what? you know, in my opinion is, unless there's some kind of divine delay or a pause of some kind by the Lord, this thing's going to go ballistic. Already, we've got Lebanon firing missiles every day, not a lot of them but firing missiles and rockets into northern uh, Israel now. Israel's pounding away at southern Lebanon, and an Israeli uh, general came out, uh, I think it was yesterday, and said that if Lebanon decides to go to war with Israel, there will never be another Lebanon. It will cease to exist. Now, what does that tell you? Yeah, that almost, uh, well, going back to Egypt first, uh, if if Egypt were to shoot down an Israeli fighter or bomber, uh, that is an act of war. And here we go again. Uh, another another party. So like you were mentioning, I think it was on our last show, We Israel's really dealing with a, at least a seven-front war. It could be even more than that when this finally starts to escalate, which is escalating already, actually. And um, I was listening to a part of a show that Alex Jones did where he was saying that a lot of this stuff that's going on is diversionary tactics to keep us from following what the banking cartels are doing and the new cashless society, which is the ultimate goal for total control over people. And it was kind of an interesting take on some of this. So well, war is just part of this whole, how do I say, agenda of the rich men of the earth. And uh, they're yeah, going to just... continue with this until they are successful. And the Bible indicates they are very successful. And uh, the fourth beast of Daniel actually becomes a reality. And it does conquer the world. And it appears to me that the World Health Organization, the World Economic Forum, and the UN and all of this, China, Z, and all that, are, are combining now. And uh, they're, going to, they're, they're going to do it. And people need to prepare themselves for it. They need to prepare for revolution on their doorstep. Um, it, it's going to get nasty. And uh, the economic collapse is still ongoing, and uh, that makes people desperate. And uh, people that are desperate will do just about anything to feed their families, and this is going to get really nasty. Anyway, what do you want to close with, Larry? Well, I was just going to mention real quick, because you you brought it up a little bit, Colonel McGregor recently on a video said that he already had the information that, uh, you know, Biden's team has about one year left and that uh, their plans for that year is basically they're going to go uh, to bring down the uh, U.S. economy and they're going to go to martial law to control things and they're going to use war and they're going to bring in their digitals behind that. Yep. Yep. Folks, get ready for it. It's coming and there's no way we can stop it. It's all part of the judgments of the Lord. Actually, for Christ's rejection, it's not just uh, God's people. It's, it's, it's the world. Uh, the Lord's fed up with it, and he's going to do something about it. 
Anyway, thanks for listening. Heads up. Take care. Prepare yourselves as best as you can. Anyway, good night, folks. Take care. Thanks, Larry.